0: It's a new year 2023 is here Putting on my list of minis New season cheers Let's talk about the future Let's talk about the past Time to get on the nut Your average Joel podcast Back everybody to another episode of Not Your Average Joel. So today we are actually not in my room. We are here actually at Shadow Lake here um, outside of uh, Caitlin's church. Today is a very beautiful area, very peaceful. It's my first time here, so I thought it would be nice to come out here and just see what it's like out here. And because this is like the location where she usually does her uh, her side of the recordings from, so. It's definitely nice to see this area. So uh, for everyone that doesn't know by now, I'm sure everybody knows Caitlyn by now. This is about like her eighth or ninth time on here. So. It's definitely good having her here and I definitely uh, am glad that we were able to meet in person uh, for the first time in a long time. It's mm-hmm. been years, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm glad that we were able to meet, so thank you for being on this episode today.
1: I'm excited. I'm glad that we're able to do this in person and hang
0: out. Yes, absolutely. And with this weather being a little bit warmer, I think it's going to feel a lot more comfortable out here because I know we were having some cold weather here not too long ago, so yeah. I'm glad it warmed up for us mm-hmm. to do this episode. Me too. So. So today's topic of the day is actually going to be on a topic that I feel like everyone deals with from time to time and it's on, uh, it's going to be on balance. So I know a lot of people are busy with life nowadays, like whether you're in school, whether you're out of school and you got a job, whether you're a mom, a dad, you know, there's always different areas that people are juggling you know and there's uh there's struggles that can come with those but there's also moments where i feel like people got a good good grip on like certain areas on their life so we're going to talk about some of the areas that we may be struggling with when it comes to balance or things that we are uh you know pretty good on like when it comes to uh, balance and maybe even given some advice whether it's giving advice to ourselves on the things that we struggle with or, you know, giving out on advice on the things that we have like gotten down pretty good. So I guess that would actually be my first question is um like what are some areas that you feel like you are struggling with when it comes to finding like the right balance and like trying to juggle everything in life.
1: D all of the above. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's just it's like so much going on in life right now with school and with church and with choir and getting ready for our Good Friday service and our Easter service and um I'm over the prayer team for for the worship ministry and um I have family stuff going on you know I have a house to take care of all that good stuff and it's like every single one of those things are good things but trying to balance it all and fit it all in you know with homework and demanding classes and stuff it's just it's hard <laughs> the balance the balance of it is hard. Um, I think the biggest struggle area for me is school, um, school and home life because those are two that tend to be the most overwhelming for me. so those are the ones that are harder to balance for me I think because I like to put them off until
0: absolutely necessary <laughs> yeah yeah i can definitely back when i was in the school days i used to like put that on my high par, or highest part of the list where it comes to something i'm struggling with when it comes to balance because it it does take a lot on you when you have to deal with yeah, your school life and then also deal with like work on top of that because you gotta um, make money and get your way through mm-hmm. college so right. i know that's got to be Uh, really hard so I could definitely at one point say that I could relate to that I know for me currently I think the hardest thing for me like as far as balance in life is probably trying to balance like I don't know I guess it's making sure I spend like the quality time with the Lord I think it's probably my um hardest thing if I'm going to be honest especially recently Mm -hmm. like I feel like I keep myself busy when it comes to like I love to travel and I love to like see the world. I I like you know getting to meet with people that I haven't seen in a while. I like to do these podcast recordings, and I like to even just see family and spend time with them. But I feel like recently, I feel like my my time with the Lord is getting kind of, uh, I guess, skewed from all of that, just because it seems like by the time I get home from the end of the night. I'm very like just worn out and it's like I I don't feel like reading because then I'm going to feel like if I try to read then I'm like too tired to like comprehend what I'm reading and it just seems like it's a bad like cycle and it happens every day and I keep telling myself that like I want to do better in this area and then I don't make any progress with that so i feel like for me that might be the hardest that and like um even like prayer time i feel like it's kind of the same situation like i will pray i'll start praying like right there before i go to sleep and then I end up going to falling asleep, and then I wake up like, wait, did I did I just pray? Like, did I already say Amen? Like, or so that that's like uh, something that I've been struggling with too. And I wish that I can do better in it because I know, of course, like having the Lord number one priority in your life is like the biggest thing. And of course, like Jesus is like the meaning of life. So like, if I'm using my life towards things that. Don't point to Jesus, like not saying that family and all that's bad. But like if I'm putting other things or other people before the Lord, I guess that's um, that's like the, the hardest thing for me currently that I'm balancing with. And I definitely do want to make better changes in that area. So maybe me doing this recording today will give myself like accountability to to do better.
1: <laughs> that's also an area I struggle in. I guess it's just with everything being so busy. And so hectic in this season right now it's so easy to be like i just i just don't have time for this i just don't have time for this i've got other things i've got to do i got other things that have to be done and you know in my mind a lot of times it's like i don't have to do this but i really need to do it like it's it's not a um it shouldn't be an option it should be one of those things like going to work It should be one of those things where I have to do this. It's a have to. Just like going to work, it's a have to. But my brain, in my brain, I make it optional. And um, it shouldn't be.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think you make a very good point that, like, you know, many people do almost make it seem like, you know like, it's a choice to, like, read your Bible, spend the time with the Lord if you, you consider yourself a Christian, but it should be something that we, we need instead of something that we want, so Mm -hmm. I think that is a really good thing to point out that, like, for our spiritual journey and for our, like, growth and our uh, relationship with the Lord, I think, that quality time with Him is, like, really important, and Mm -hmm. too often, you know, we think, you know, that we can just get through your life, you know, try to take care of all these other things, which is good to take care of other things, but if we're not taking care of our uh, spiritual health and, like, our time with the Lord, it's uh, everything that we're doing besides that, it's almost, like, it, like I said, it just doesn't compare to exactly. the Lord, so I think, you know, we just got to remember to prioritize the Lord, so I guess it's a good reminder.
1: Well, the Bible says, um, I'm pretty sure it's in Ecclesiastes 3, the Bible said that says that those who um labor if they're not working for the lord they labor they labor in vain and you know if if i would just think that if i would just remember that you know i'm working in vain when i'm not putting god first and when i'm not putting him over these areas of my life that i struggle the most with um if i would remember to put him first in these other areas would pale in comparison they Mm -hmm they would probably fall more in line and be a little less overwhelming if I would put God first and over those. And I just, it, I just forget. I just, mm-hmm. just don't.
0: And yeah, yeah, I definitely have fallen short in that area as well. And I'm sure that many people that may be watching or even listening to this mm-hmm. that consider themselves Christians fall into that same exact situations. Yeah. And cause it's so easy to fall into. It's just, um, you know, I feel like the, the enemy likes to keep us busy in a way to keep us from even focusing on the Lord, even for a few minutes, because like he'll throw something else in our life. Like, oh, yeah, you got to go meet up with this person here in about 20 minutes. Oh, yeah, you got to mm-hmm. after that, you got to go. Like you know go back to your house and like go grab this right quick and then it's like yeah, he'll keep things running in your head to where it's like you never start even thinking about the lord so exactly, yeah. so yeah i think it's important to like remember that he is number one in our area and and we're well, number one in our life in every area yeah. and that uh, you know all glory goes to him at the end of the day That's exactly
1: <laughs> right. um my pastor actually has a saying um it's kind of become something our whole church has adapted but we um it's he gets the glory we get the joy and it's really hard to get the joy when we're not giving him the glory in those areas because um it becomes it became it becomes work it becomes like a job instead of doing it for god
0: Mm -hmm. yeah that is very true so yeah i think if everybody has that perspective i feel like we would be in an even better in a more balanced lifestyle for sure so so i know like um You know, towards the end of this recording, I know I'll ask about like some advice. So, like, so that's already some good piece of advice to give. uh, You know, to live a more balanced life for sure. And so, um, I guess my next question, or actually, no, before I get to the next question, I actually do have another area that I feel like I struggle with. I just it just came to mind. So I think like as far as like finances, I feel like I can do better in this area as well. Because there are like certain areas where like you know I guess I like to travel but then sometimes if I'm gonna be honest I do put things on a credit card and then it kind of builds up to where like you had to add that credit card payment along with the things that I already have going on like um, since I'm out of school I have student loan debt and then with uh, like even with just bills in general, whether it's my car payment, car insurance, all of that. So I feel like I'm just having to, I don't want to get to where I'm kind of feeling right now I'm somewhat in an area where like I'm living, not really living paycheck to paycheck, but in a way kind of like getting close to that. I don't want to get to that area because as much as I love to travel, I don't need to live like well beyond my means I guess that's like the saying so yeah. I feel like when it comes to finances I feel like I can do a lot better in that area and try to find more of a balance and like trying to figure out what which is more important like would you rather um, I mean like it shouldn't be a question but like would you rather be paying off your car which is what you should be doing or would you rather go put this big amount on your uh, your credit card and then like have that all you know a, a bigger debt to pay so mm-hmm. i think you know even like finances i think that might be another area that i feel like i can find better balance on
1: that's that's a good that's a good point um i know like right now i don't even work i'm only able to work part-time because of school and stuff and like right now i don't make enough money to pay my bills um thankfully i live um when I started back school, I started living with my parents and they helped me out a lot. Um, you know, they make sure that I've got gas money if I need it. Um, they're willing to help me out where, um, when I'm financially lacking in certain areas, which I'm thankful for that, but I could definitely manage my, my money better, I think. Um, um, I spend, <laughs> I spend a lot of money, you know, running around liking gas and stuff, running between um, coming here, I live, you know, almost 30 minutes from here, um, and then um, going to school uh, three days a week, and I live about 45 minutes from campus. Um, and then on Wednesdays, I'm gone all day. On Wednesdays, I come here for Bible study, and then I go to school all day, and then I come back here, and it's about a 40-minute drive from school to here. Oh. so it's I'm kind of all over the place on Wednesdays, and then so I could definitely
0: probably manage my money a little bit better not use so much gas <laughs> yeah yeah because I mean, it is a lot a, a lot of driving for sure when it comes to you yeah, just even the things that you explained and even if i if i wasn't working from home like i think i would probably be in the same exact situation because the office where i was going to before covid happened was like a good 35 minutes and you have to go through downtown so you might as well multiply that by two it's like over an hour so it was um it was always constantly like a basically like a, a two almost an hour and a half to two hour drive you would almost say because it's just so much traffic and just so much gas Mm -hmm. being used and even you know like I mentioned as far as like traveling I like to go on different road trips so like I'll definitely I'm usually the driver most of the time like maybe 90% of the time Mm -hmm. I'm the driver so and which I don't mind you know getting this from here to there but it's like it can still financially I guess be good bit when it comes to gas and all that so and one thing that you did mention that i would love for like society to like normalize is people living with their parents still even in your late 20s early 30s i think way too many people i know this is almost going off on a tangent but this comes up when this is like this is like a way to financially balance out you know your lifestyle because um you know many people do like to put down people that still live with their parents that are like older than like 25 and i feel like you know there's not enough people out there saying that you it's okay to, to live with your parents and you know be you know older than 25 i think you know just because um for one they rent a lot and then like i just don't care to go to, a, to an empty home and just uh I don't feel like that would just remind me that, like you know, I, I don't have a wife, I don't have kids. So yeah. it's like at least I have like parents to go yeah. home to, and so I I like that reminder. That like you know I'm going home to people that I care about and you know that you know love to have me here. They're not the type of parents that like once you're 18 you gotta leave. Yeah. So I'm glad that you know I have parents and it sounds like you definitely have parents that you know are in that same position where like you know you're welcome to be here for sure. So I definitely want that to be more normalized because not enough people you know sound like they like a lot of people like to put that down and I I would like to hear more encouragement and positivity around that
1: (laughs) well it's hard it was hard moving back home when i started back to school like i love my parents but going from having the freedom to kind of go and do what i wanted and to being back home with them and having to having a balance Uh the the life with you know their being under their roof again and um now i can't just go where i want to now i have to kind of Um, it's not that they expect me to ask permission, but they want to know where I'm going to make sure I'm safe. And, Uh you know, they want to know, um, just when are you going to be back home? They don't say, oh, you got to be home by 11 o'clock, but when are you going to be home so we'll know when to look for you? Or so if you're not home by whatever time, then we won't be worried about you. Um, and one thing my parents have never worried, like, um, if we're if we're not if I'm not home by like and they they were like this is a teenager like if I'm not home by midnight they're not worried about it but they will be texting me hey just checking on you make sure you're okay um, I never had a, a, a curfew as a teenager because my parents didn't want us flying home you know they would just ask us to to um, they would want to, they would expect to know where we were hey where we were with and they would say okay you know it's midnight you need to start heading to the house or whatever. Um, so they were always pretty chill about that. Um, so, but moving back in and still having to have that, you know, having to have those conversations again on where I'm going and, you know, like coming on Sundays, I spend every Sunday afternoon out here in this beautiful area and I usually am doing homework or whatever, but they want to know, you know, are you traveling home today? Are you coming home today? Because it is a, you know, a pretty good little good good little drive um to my house and they you know they just want me to be safe not necessarily that they're gonna be like oh you can't go do this but but just making sure that i'm okay and and um not in a wreck or anything like that so um and having having to have that respect for them to be like okay this is your house you're i'm under your roof so I need to follow these rules and letting y'all know where I'm at and stuff and finding that balance again of, um, of, of as an adult taking advice or heeding advice versus having to be obedient to every single thing. So.
0: Yeah, that, yeah, that is, um, very true. Like, you know, you may be on a path to like getting more financially balanced as far as like moving back in with your parents, but then there is that level of like trying to find a balance with your parents to where like of course, you know, like you said, you know that they trust you and they know that you're going to, you know, let them know where you're gonna be at. But like just trying to get back into the situation of not having you know, somewhere by yourself, you know, like to where you you don't have to worry about those kind of things. So yeah, I could see where like where you're trying to solve one thing to get balanced more and then like another thing will pop up so it it seems like that's how life goes and (laughs) it's like we're just having to try to adapt to it to the best of our abilities
1: trying and failing
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true it's definitely a work in progress for sure
1: yeah
0: (laughs) so um i guess my next question that comes to mind is um, what are some areas that you feel like you've got a pretty good grasp on? If there is anything that you feel like it's um, like you feel like oh, okay, I feel like I got this down like pretty good.
1: <laughs> Honestly, the worship ministry and prayer team, like as much as the prayer team, because being the leader of the prayer team is the hardest because like I have, there's so much that goes into that. Like it's not just praying. It's also caring for the people in our ministry. So um, like we have a green room for, it. I've never understood why it's called a green room because it's not painted green, but you know, whatever, for whatever (laughs) reason, that terminology is that, but um, we keep snacks in there and drinks and stuff. And part of being a leader for the prayer and care team is, um, making sure that that's stocked, and no, I don't pay for it myself. The church does pay for it, but um, but just making sure that that's stocked and and kept up, and um, for the people that are, here because our band our band gets here at eight o'clock on Sundays, on Sunday mornings, and they don't leave until twelve. Um, they right, right now they're having a you know like a two hour practice getting ready for a Good Friday and Easter. Um, they practice on Wednesday nights for about an hour and a half, something like, an hour and a half, two hours, something like that. So, I mean, the band um, and praise team does a lot, even more so than the choir does, for leading our um, our church in worship. And so, as the leader of all that, making sure that people are being prayed for, um, for whatever needs they have. Um, being a, you know, being aware of needs that people have beyond prayer. Like if somebody needs a meal prepared for them or if some if a couple just needs a night out, you know, and, and somebody um babysitting for them so that they can have that time. Um, keeping the green room stocked and knowing what the guys and, and ladies that are using that room what they like, you know, it was it was hard to begin with because it was like, okay, let's let's fill this out and see if we can figure out what everybody likes. Um but like I feel like I feel like I have a decent handle on that like I you know getting into the groove of doing it was a little hard but you know um, it's it's probably the most balanced area that I have like um, practicing practicing the music and stuff for Good Friday and um, I don't know maybe the reason it's the most balanced is because it's the most fun for me I don't know but <laughs> um you know that stuff is taken care of um and is it's a joy for me to take care of these things to do these things to make sure that people that i love are getting you know they're being prayed for and and um you know me and my team are, are praying for these people and reaching out to these people and you know sometimes the prayer is something as simple as you know it's, and i say simple um but it's, it's something like oh um it's just been a rough week can you pray pray for me Um, And then sometimes it's I have a family member. I was one of these people that had this prayer request I have a family member who has cancer or um, a friend of mine um, One of the people that we're praying for right now um, Her best friend is in a bad um, Custody is in a bad custody battle right now Um, Her, you know, and it's hard on them Um, Another another one um, is having issues with their children's behavior And You know there's just there's so many different things that can be prayed for and so many different um different ways to love on people and just encourage people and it's so fun it's just so fun to be able to do those things so i definitely feel like that area the worship ministry prayer team is definitely the area that i'm most balanced in um because i've learned I'm learning to delegate things to the rest of the team, but I'm also learning that I can have fun. And, and, you know, um, one thing that, and I don't know if I should say this, one thing my worship pastor told me was, like, delegate the things that you don't like doing, and that way you have time for the things you do like doing. (laughs) So, um, and that's been, but it's because there are other people in the team who, enjoy the things that i'm not that much of a fan of then you know or they they like those things they're better at those things than i am mm-hmm. and and so learning to delegate has been hard but it's definitely been very rewarding and helping me helping me in balancing those things
0: yeah i think that's a really good like area to like be to have, like a balance in because for one thing i, think, I know it's like God's calling on your life and like you're like the the purpose that you have in this church that you're currently going to 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 pray for those or to be in need for you know those that you know or fulfill a need that like somebody may need whether it's a prayer or like you said that if someone needs help with a babysitter or someone just to take care of the kids or or even if you just wanted to send out like a like a gift card to somebody yeah. like, you know, somebody that may be financially struggling or yeah. something like that and, and having fun in the process. I think that's um, what makes it even better. And I think, yeah, like so when it comes to the balance of it all, um, I feel like that's like the most like positive outcome out of it is when you're, when you're back and you have a right balance in that area and like you're having fun while doing it, not doing it because you feel like it's like part of the Bible belt that like, Oh, you have to do this. Yeah. It's a, and like then you're almost in a way grudgingly doing it Mm -hmm. but i feel like you know when you do it from the heart and you like are really and for the right reasons and you have like the right intentions like the lord's gonna like provide in that way and like help make that even more like bring more peace to that situation as far as not having any stress or any like issues with that area so and I love that it's specifically like in regards to like the church that you currently go to Mm -hmm. so I think that's a really neat um like a, a really good answer and a really neat answer like when it comes to like your position here in the church and like um what you're called to do
1: yeah I love it like um the bible says not to quench the spirit and I never realized exactly what that meant until the idea of this prayer team was brought to me and I looked at my worship pastor and was like, I can't do that. I can't do that. <laughs> and like you really get this almost like a grieving feeling in your in the spirit that's within you because it's like God's like, I want you to do this and you're saying you can't do this and you're literally grieving the spirit that God has put inside you. The Holy Spirit, you're grieving that because God's like, this is what I want you to do here right now this is the I made you for this and there might be something later on down the road that this is preparing you for but you need to do this now and when I first told um pastor Mike I said I I don't know that I can do this I don't I don't know what you want I don't know how you want to do how and he was like I have no expectations he was like "I, I have this idea and I want you to take it run with it and to begin with, that was so hard because I had no clue what that would look like. But thankfully, with the team that I have, um, it has turned into the biggest blessing I could. And I know that we throw the word blessing around a lot, but like it has, like I have a sense of purpose and fulfillment because of that ministry. And I love it so much. Not just the not just the choir and singing, but the the prayer ministry specifically itself. Like that is just it's like. When I'm doing those things, it's like, this is what I'm made for. This is what this, if, if, if I don't do anything else in this life, this is what I'm made for.
0: Yes, amen to that. I, I love that. like, And I love that you were honest about that, that, like, initially, when you were, like, presented with this opportunity, you were thinking, like, I don't know if this is for me. But then, like, the Lord is basically telling you, like, look, like, there's a reason why... This is gonna this is this is what I want you to do in your life and like now that it's happening and you're like actually seeing the other end of that like and just seeing how all of this is being revealed I think that it's a uh, amazing like when you're obedient to that even when you initially don't want to do it in the moment I think that uh, that it ends up like paying off and it brings a more you know like we've been talking about a more balanced, lifestyle and I think that's um you know really important. So I'm glad that you were obedient and that it's, you know, leading you to a more, you know, better lifestyle when it comes to like your calling to this church and just your purpose in life. You know, it's mm-hmm. of course we're called to uh, you know, to be the hands and feet of Jesus and to spread the gospel mm-hmm. and, and even with our actions, you know, that can almost be a way of Spreading the gospel, yeah. you know, even to strangers outside of this church. So, you know, yeah. I think, uh, you know, having that meaning here and in the, even like using that to be the church outside of the mm-hmm. church. So, exactly. I think that's uh, amazing to just follow that calling and to find, you know, that right balance, especially with with our spiritual journey. Yeah. <laughs> so so what about you so for me i feel like there's two areas where i feel like i'm doing pretty good on i'm sure there's still more improvement but for one I think, you know, because you mentioned about, like, you have fun with, like, what you do. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's why this first one I'm going to mention is pretty easy because it's fun. And that is, like, family time. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like um, as I've gotten older, like, I feel like I used to have, like, a huge circle of friends when I was younger. Maybe my early 20s. But now as I've gotten older, that circle has become a little bit smaller. So like my time with the family is a lot more frequent. So like on weekends, I'm usually with the family and people are always like messaging me. Like if they ever want to like do something, I'm like, oh, sorry, I'm with family. They're like, you're always with family. But it's like, it's like, well, I mean, these are the people that, you know, care about me, that want to spend time with me and that like, don't, um, you know, that that want to be there with me, because they, they actually like, want to be there not because they felt like oh, okay well, let me meet up with this person and then i'll see you like again in about a few months so i think just um like having the right people around you is super important so i think like for me family has been pretty easy uh, with most of my family there's some family members i don't see as much maybe only during the holidays or whatever but um for the most part like most of my family it's pretty easy to like keep that balance in that area and like making sure that like you know i i guess making known that like you know i'm glad to be around you like i'm glad to have you in my life even if i don't actually say those words but just like being in the moment and being present with family i think is like really important so family is one thing for me that i feel like i've got a pretty good grasp on and then the other area if at first it wasn't something that i've gotten a grasp on or a good balance on but I think it's going to be like work. So like at first, of course, just getting used to um, like what I used to do before my current job was work. I worked at a grocery store. So I was like so used to that for nine years of my life. And then once I got out of um, college, I was looking for a full-time job and got that full-time job at Coke. And at first the job was like really hard to get used to and to get the hang of. and. And then you have to, like, you know, all these emails come in and you're like, oh, crap, like, which one do I start on? Do you start on the the first email that comes in or do you start on the one that has the more urgency to it? So I think now I've kind of gotten a little bit better with that area. And there are still moments where I slip, you know, in those moments where I think like, oh, crap, maybe I should have done this other one first because it may not have taken as long yeah. or something like that. But I feel like for the most part, those are two areas that I feel like I do pretty good in but i'm still i'm sure there's room for improvement even in those areas
1: well i didn't think about work to be honest but like work i feel like i feel like i know what i'm doing at work so like it's easy because i've been at the i've been at the pharmacy for um this year will be um in it, it, which i probably won't make it to december because you know graduating and everything but mm-hmm. um if i make it to december it'll be nine years Oh my God! That I've gosh. been at the pharmacy. And like, I love my job. I love what I do. I love my coworkers, you know, like, and a lot of times it's that daily grind of, oh my gosh, this day's forever. <laughs> but like, like, um, on Friday, um, I had school and then I went to work and it was chaotic. It was, it was a chaotic day, but like, it wasn't overwhelming. And I think it's because I worked, you know, you work so long and, 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 an industry like this, in the, in the store like this, that you're, when those crazy day comes, you're like, okay, this is what we're doing and, and we're gonna go, we're gonna, you know, do what has to be done first. You know, patients who are here, ones that, that are here, we're taking care of those first. There's people on the phone, we take care of those first. And then everything else is, is set to the side until we get to a spot where we can do those other things. And I mean, at one point, um, at one point when i was there we had like um 70 something e-scripts on our e-script system and by the time we went to leave and i didn't get there till like 2:30 by the time we went to leave at 5:30 which is when we get off it was down to like i think we got, got down to like six left on e-scripts before oh, the um before the end of the day i mean and we were just and that's with customers still coming in and we just it was working like a weld machine it was really it was it was you know and just seeing stuff like that like um when when you it's really hard it can it can get really lopsided when you're in in a new job or in a new um career but you know I feel like work is is pretty balanced I, I don't get to work as much as I I would like to because of school but when I'm there I feel like I can I can bang it out I can do what I need to do because I've done it so much and it's easier it's easy to just stick the course when you're at work and when when you know what you're doing and when you know how to do what you're doing and, and you're just going with it
0: yeah I,
1: and I think that that's why a lot of people stay in jobs and stuff like not saying that my job is bad at all like there are I know people who stay in jobs and, and, and careers that they don't like because it's just a consistent I can go to work I can do what I need to do and I can leave and there's no change there's no imbalance there there's some sense of um equilibrium Uh and when you're when you're at a job that you've been at for a while um you can equalize things out it's like oh well i know that if if this area where e scripts are are overwhelmed we can balance that out you know or i know i know um if it gets crazy then you know we can handle this over here and this will be fine you know having though that having the ability to think ahead on that helps with that a lot
0: yeah absolutely i think that's a really good point to make that like having that mindset you know when it comes to our jobs and and also uh, like you mentioned and doing something that you love to do too i think is really good and and yeah once you once you uh, get at the beginning we know it's hard but then when you start like actually doing that same task over and over and over again it almost becomes just second nature that you already know like when one issue happens you're like okay well here's the problem so you start troubleshooting and then you figure that out and then um even for me like recently like or in the last year or so like we had a lot of like new responsibilities put on us and it was very like hard to balance that and I think a lot of that had to do with um maybe I guess like the the position that I'm that I was in, that like I've gotten up to like a higher level ever since then. Mm-hmm. So I think that came with more responsibilities on top of the stuff that I already had. So I think just like trying to find that balance, it took a little bit to kind of get used to, but now I think I'm finally in an area where I can say that it's gotten a lot better. Because I, at first, like even at the beginning of this year, I, there was that it was a bump on the road where, um. I was just thinking like, oh my gosh, there's so much that is thrown our way, like our team's way. And it's like, we're almost taking other people's responsibilities. And then you start wondering like, like, oh my gosh, this is almost like too much to handle. But then, um, but then once you kind of get the hang of it, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm used to like all of these, you know, coming my way, all these issues coming my way and I know how to resolve these issues. so. I feel like currently, you know, and my answer may change here in a few months, but right now, I do want to say that work is going pretty good for me, and I hope it stays that way, but I know once football season comes around and, like, holidays, I know it kind of gets mm-hmm. even busier during that time yeah. of the year, so, yeah. now, as of right now, I'm going to say work and family, I got to put a pretty good grasp on, but there's definitely many more areas that I got to work on. Same. <laughs> Same. So i guess my last question that comes to mind is maybe like giving advice for like people like i guess for like the areas that i feel like we are excelling in pretty well like maybe what is like some good advice to give to even ourselves for like the areas that we struggle with and to other people that you know may be struggling with certain areas of like having a more balanced lifestyle maybe what are some i guess good practices that we should like do i guess since we talked about like practice like you know with our job and it, it becomes a second nature and like you say you become a well-oiled machine and you just get things going so like what are some good practices to have a more balanced lifestyle
1: um i think that if i could give advice to myself um and my stubborn self actually listen to it um it would be jesus first um like like i said earlier god gets the glory we get the joy um but if if we're doing this daily grind if we're if we're working and doing these things and we're not doing them for the glory of God then like the Bible says we're laboring in vain and I, I, I Honestly a lot of days I am laboring in vain like especially when it comes to like school work and home life like trying to balance all those like it's it's hard, you know, it, it's hard um, handling those things and so I think for me, I would just try to remind myself, Jesus first, talk to Jesus first, let Jesus talk to you first. You know, um, reading God's word, that's that's one way how God speaks to us and is through his word. And um, if you don't read it, how do we know what he wants us to do? How do we know how how he expects us to live? The, the, the guidelines that he gives us through Jesus, how do we know if we don't, you know, we think we know? But then it comes to find out, oh, that quote that I thought was a Bible verse is definitely not in the Bible. Mm -hmm. You know, like a lot of people say, um, God won't give you anything that you can't handle. That's not true. I mean, if you, if he, you think that, and there's a verse, I wish I could remember what it is, that a lot of people attest to that. Um, oh, it's where they say that it's where, um, says in the Bible that he won't tempt, that we won't be tempted further than what we can bear. Okay. But that doesn't mean that our hearts and minds won't sometimes be overwhelmed by the chaos in the world or by um, so many things. Like I know last summer for me, um, there was was one week, well, actually probably about a span of two weeks, where it was one thing after another, after another, after another, Mm -hmm. after another. And it was so overwhelming. And it was because, well, probably not because, but partially because, God wanted me to remember that I needed to be turning to him, not stress and not worry and not other people. Um, Like I had somebody, I had somebody quote that verse to me that we won't be tempted, you know, um, more than we can bear. And I honestly, and I could be wrong, but the way I read that and the way I understand that is temptation with sin. God will always provide a way out of sin and that's Jesus Mm -hmm. you know if you feel like you're tempted to tell a lie instead of telling that lie turn around Jesus help me to speak the truth help me to speak the truth whether it be um telling someone something and having to tell it out to them in love whether it be an admonishment however we need to do that help me to tell the truth versus this little white lie or this big lie that could cause problems um and that's just one example um but I do believe that a lot of times God will give us more than we can bear when it comes to life because it reminds us that we need him. Like those two weeks, had I not had Jesus, I spent more time in God's word those two weeks than I had in a while because I just needed God to speak to me, to speak his truth and his, and his life over me. And when people look at me and tell me God's not going to give you more than you can handle, I know that that's, that's not that's not true. Mm-hmm. And and if you tell yourself that or if you tell other people than that, other people that, you are you're dimming the gospel. You're dimming the truth of the gospel. And that's you you got to be careful about that cuz that's what Satan's all about. Yeah. Satan's not about whether or not it's true. Satan's about dimming it in your eyes so that you won't see the truth.
0: Yeah. Thank and you.
1: and so if I could give advice to myself to you to anybody else, it would be Jesus first read your bible know your bible so that when satan throws these lies at you like oh god won't give you more than you can handle you can say "Mm, that's not what his word says
0: yeah Um, yeah that's not the truth (laughs) yeah that's really good i think yeah putting jesus first in our lives is like super important and so um and that even just comes with you know things in general like with Like, even when we talk about, like, with work for me, I think one thing that's helped me is that I prioritize, like, what does need to be done first. So, like, when it comes to our relationship with Jesus, which should be number one over everything, I think that that's, you know, super important to keep him first, to read his word, like she said, because... Um, There's a lot of false teachings out here, a lot of false teachers that will draw these like they sound very nice when you hear it at first. But then you're thinking, "Wait, is that biblically like
1: they sound churchy, but are they biblical?
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. So, you know, too many people, you know, will fall into these because I mean, I've even heard that quote before, too, about the. Um, you know, you can't, oh, you know, the one about the, what is Dad, that? God yeah. yeah.
1: won't give you more than you can handle.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that one. I, yes, it is lies because, um, you know, because of this, it's not biblically, it's not in the Bible. That's just, you know, the this, this straight up truth there. So mm-hmm. I think just, you know, reading into the word and really understanding, you know, everything that's in the word um, is, you know, our way of knowing Jesus more, of course. So that's mm-hmm. like, you know spending more time with him so yes of course definitely number one thing is putting jesus first in our lives and then um you know even when it comes to those things that should always come below when it comes to like um our actions with you know work and you know or spending time with family is yeah making that those things a priority and like um and putting some things that aren't as important you know down there on the bottom to where Like, you know, when it comes to traveling, you know, eventually I do want to move out. So then, you know, move out on my own. So then I start having to like prioritize, like, okay, well, long-term, like as much as I want to travel here, like maybe I should not travel here yet, and you know wait until I can financially afford it instead of putting mm-hmm. it on my credit card. So that's
1: why know. I don't have credit cards.
0: a <laughs> yeah, so credit. credit cards. Yeah, credit cards are they can get um pretty messy because it's just so easy. You see that you have this amount that you can use, and you're like, oh yes, like I want to use all that, and then it's like nope. Then it's like you owe and the yeah, interest. So I so,
1: pay
0: that back. Yeah, it's like no, I gotta pay it back. So. So yeah, it, um, you definitely have to think long-term when it comes to uh, these things in order to even have a more balanced lifestyle as well.
1: I just accidentally lied. I do have a credit card. It's a Lowe's card and I don't use it often. <laughs> it is paid off right now.
0: Yeah, so there you go. As long as it's paid off, <laughs> uh, I think you know we're good with that one. So I do have a, one credit card that's paid off. Now my other one, on the other hand, I hope to have it paid off by the end of the year. <laughs> but yeah, that is something I need to make more of a priority and even, like, I'm trying to think, like, long-term when it comes to traveling, like, I probably, if I'm going to be honest, I have a good maybe, like, seven or eight trips that I have this year planned. Ooh. But I'm thinking, you know, next year I need to lower that amount because if I want to, like, be in a more financially healthy Lifestyle. I need to, you know, narrow it down. Even if I just get it down to five, just try to, like, s- lower it down a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, just a little. Even though I love to travel, but it's like at the same time, if I ever do want to move out, if I ever do find the right woman, and, you know, if I ever do have a family, you know, I, I got to prioritize that this mm-hmm. desire that, you know, God may have for me at some point in life. But right now, you know, as a single person, I can... You know, even make those priorities even now to prepare my heart and mind for those moments. So yeah, I think that making those priorities um is really good. And then another thing that I don't do that maybe other people may do is like have yourself like a planner, I guess, or like a schedule kind of thing. I feel like, you know, a lot of people may um for me I just keep everything done in my notes. Like I know when okay well on the on the second this money is going to come out to st Jude's that i pay for every month well on the 15th this money is going to come out for um for you know something i have over here and then you know my my car payments due at the end of the month so like i i have it in my notes so i guess in a way it's sort of like a planner kind of thing but like you know some people may feel a little bit more at ease having a planner or having some kind of schedule of like having a day by day, like okay, well, at this time I have this going on and I know, love all of this, my yeah. So it's good to have a planner. You, you know, you are going to actually use it. I know for me, I've gotten planners before, I've never written one thing in it. So I think for me, that's um, like the the thing that you know I probably should consider looking into. So I think there is like some really good, you know, areas and good advice that I could even get to myself is maybe give myself a planner and think more long-term when I make different choices because these small choices could you know long-term I guess you know affect you in a way so I think that just even making those uh small little choices and like having that mindset of being more prepared I um, can lead to a better lifestyle of balance for sure so so yeah I think that's you know basically going to cover our topic on balance I think this was a good conversation I hope that people got something out of this so you know hopefully if you enjoyed this you know and you even have feedback on this you could even um you know let us know what are some areas that you want to find more balance in so um so anyway I definitely appreciate you inviting me out here to this beautiful place and I'm glad that I'm glad we got to do this um Thank you for being on this episode.
1: Thanks for inviting me on it. This is fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, We need to do another one out here soon. Yes, absolutely. Now that we're getting warmer weather and that, like, the summer's going to be coming up here, and I'll, I'll definitely be looking forward to being out here a lot more often and just getting to experience this, uh, this nice area where you, we can come and just have a good episode on uh, mm-hmm. all of these different topics that we have in mind here mm-hmm. later on in the future, too. Yeah. So... So, everybody, if you enjoyed this episode, you know, whether it's on YouTube or whether you are listening to this on any of the podcast streaming platforms, uh, you know, definitely, you know, let us know, you know, your feedback on all this. And I definitely appreciate your support there in any of those um, platforms. So, anyways, everybody, I hope you all have an amazing rest of your day or night, depending on when you're watching or listening to this. And I will see you all on the next episode of Not Your Average Joel. Talk to y'all later. Thank you, everybody, that took the time to listen to this episode of Not Your Average Joel. My podcast is available not only on YouTube, but also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. I also have an Instagram page where you can see outstanding moments behind the scenes and even a funny moment or two from each episode at Not Your Average Joel Podcast. If you want to get in contact with me, then my Instagram page is probably the best way to do so through direct messaging i appreciate any kind of support that you have given to this channel whether you are a guest or a listener to this podcast once again i thank y'all so much and i look forward to sharing more of my life with y'all on the next episode of not your average joel goodbye